You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We honor all the mothers in the house. Where, what would this world be without mothers? We won't even be here. My father-in-law used to say, if there were no women on the earth, man would have destroyed himself. <laughs> yeah. So they helped to bring sanity, to bring balance. Because the ambition of men can be terrible if it's not controlled. Amen. Come on. Yeah. So we thank you, Lord, for blessing us with mothers. All the mothers in the house, I just speak blessing over you. More grace over you. The Lord will strengthen you. Some of you are going through challenges, but I speak grace to you this morning. Special grace from heaven to be released upon you. That you walk out of this place with new strength. Amen. You walk out of this place with new vision. Amen. You walk out of this place with new glory. Amen. The Lord will beautify your life. Amen. In fact, I release it over you now. Amen. The beauty of heaven, Amen. the glory of heaven could come upon your life. And to begin to attract all that you need. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to share briefly. As you know me, I'm a man of few words. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you believe you receive. In Bible school, I used to tell them, we're going to move at lightning speed. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. I am so excited. It's always a privilege to declare the word of the Lord, to bring the word of the Lord. And uh, I think there's so much responsibility that goes with that because the Bible says we're going to account. So I have to make sure that you receive what the Lord has for you. Amen. Not necessarily what I have planned. Okay? Not, there's nothing wrong with planning, but you know, God has the ability, the, he has a right to interrupt our plans. How many people believe that? Yeah. So I like, I like it when he interrupts my plans. So this morning, I want to share with you on what I call Kingdom Proclaimers. Amen. Somebody say, Kingdom Proclaimers. Kingdom Proclaimers. Yes. So there is a need for Kingdom Proclaimers in our generation. So why, why, why Kingdom Proclaimers? We need to proclaim the Kingdom of God wherever we are. Amen. God has given you influence. 
You have the influence. There's power that God has given you. There's so much that God has invested in you. And you need to begin to take your place in God's scheme of things. And one of the ways, one of the, one of the things that God wants you to do is to begin to proclaim his kingdom. Amen. So you can proclaim it even over your life. Amen. You can proclaim it wherever you go. You can proclaim it in your office. Yes. When you walk into that office, just say the kingdom of God is here. I remember those days, um, I mean, studying church history, the Jeffrey brothers. The Jeffrey brothers were, they were um, two brothers that moved in so much power in England. Years ago. How many people have heard of Reinhard Bonke? Yeah. You've heard of him? Yeah. The great evangelist yeah. of our time. Yeah. Now, when Reinhard Bonke was in Bible college in England, he met with one of the Jeffrey brothers. He was traveling back home on holiday from, from Bible college. And there was a layover time. And he decided to take a walk. And as he was taking a walk, he walked um, past a house. And he saw the Jeffrey, the name Jeffrey. And he stopped because they just learned about him in Bible college. So he stops and he says, he rings the bell and a lady came out and he says, is this the house of the great Jeffrey, the great preacher? She said, yes. Is he at home? She said, yes. Can I see him? She said, no. <laughs> because he was frail and he was ill and you know I think he was about to exit the earth and while he was busy engaging this lady a voice came from upstairs from, from up this, um, the stairway and said who is that and she says it's a young man that says he wants to see you so he says to him, to the lady, let him in. Yes. So Reinhard Bonke goes in. And he's like, he, he's blown away that he can meet this man in person. And he says, look, we, we, we even learned about you. And, you know, and he's talking and talking. What are you doing, young man? I'm in Bible college. Oh, okay. So after, after they had the conversation, the man now laid hands on him and prayed for him prayed for him. And after that, Reinhard Bonke goes, he's so happy, he goes back to the train station and he gets on the train on his way back to Germany. When he gets home, he says to his dad, guess what? Because his dad used to tell him about the Jeffrey brothers. I met one of the Jeffrey brothers. The dad says, no, but he's dead. He says, what? He says, no, it was announced in the news. So that was a divine appointment. 
So after the man laid hands on Reinhard Bonke and imparted that anointing, yeah. he died. Wow. So I says, but I met him. He says, yeah, but he's dead. Now, are you surprised yeah. with how Reinhard Bonke turned out? Millions of souls. His last crusade he had in Nigeria, there were four million people that gave their lives to Christ. Hallelujah. We need kingdom proclaimers in our day. So I'm here to tell you that God has chosen you to be a kingdom proclaimer. <coughs> Are you ready to do it? Amen. Now, I'm not saying you'll be bonke or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. But in your own way, yes. you are going to proclaim the kingdom. Amen. In your own way, you're going to impact lives. And that's how from that place God brought him to Africa. God showed him a vision of Africa, a blood-washed Africa. And he began to declare, Africa has been known as the dark continent, but Africa is going to be known as the continent of light. Amen. And he began to declare, Africa shall be saved. Amen. Africa shall be saved. Africa shall be saved. My, oh my. And he was there in Lesotho pastoring 10 people for 10 years. And he would say, Lord, I don't understand. How are you going to change Africa with just 10 people? For 10 years, pastoring 10 people. You can imagine. And yet when he goes to sleep, he's dreaming and he's seeing multitudes. It's like, God, I, I don't understand what you are doing. But God was processing him. God was preparing him. God was preparing him, building capacity inside him. But he didn't know. And he will go, he will preach. He'll print tracts. He'll go all over the place, all over the place, preaching, preaching, preaching. And today, you cannot talk about evangelists in our generation without mentioning yep. Bonke. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. But he's on his way out now. Yes. That was his last crusade. He handed over. Yes. He's been busy just laying hands on people, just saying, look, God, whatever you put in me, mm -hmm. I release it. Hmm? And my friend, Evangelist Junior, Bonke laid hands on him Amen. and released. That guy is going to be prominent in this generation. Amen. I'm telling you. But I have news for you. I'm here to announce to you by the word of the Lord that you have been commissioned to proclaim the kingdom. And we are going to change the landscape of this nation. We are going to change the landscape of this continent. 
by the power of the kingdom. Do you believe that? You have what it takes already. But you just need to know that you should begin to do it. Say, I'm a proclaimer. I'm a kingdom proclaimer. I will proclaim the kingdom wherever I go. Yes. It's time to release the power of the kingdom. And one of the ways you release the power is by proclamation. When you speak, when you declare it, you release. You see, kings rule by decree. Kings don't rule by legislation. You, you don't go to parliament and debate. That's not for kings. That's for presidents and for politicians. But when it's a kingdom, the king just speaks. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. Have you seen that scripture before? Where the word of the king is, there is power. How many kings do we have in the house? Yes. Revelation 1.6 says that you have been made kings and priests. So if you have been made a king and a priest, that means your words have power. Your words have power. And if your words have power and you don't release that power, it's your fault. It's not God's fault that his power is not manifesting. It's our fault. Touch someone, say it's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. Look at the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. Where the word of the king is, there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? Come on, how many kings are here? When you start exercising your kingly powers, nobody has a right to say to you, what are you doing? Okay? So one of the ways you're going to use that power is to proclaim the kingdom. You proclaim the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has everything that we need. Everything that you need is in the kingdom. The kingdom has its own economy. The kingdom has its own armed forces. The kingdom has its own um, 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 health. The great physician is the one in charge of the health system of the kingdom. Do you understand? The kingdom has finances. The minister of finance of heaven. I read a book. This guy had a visitation from Jesus. Jesus came to him. And Jesus came with this, uh, with this angel. And he asked Jesus, who, who is this angel? And Jesus said, this is the minister, heaven's minister of finance. And I've come to introduce him to you. Because he is here to help the church in the last days. To bring in finances for the kingdom. Come on. For the spread of the gospel. So in the kingdom of God, there is everything that you need. There's everything you need. In the kingdom, you have brothers, you have sisters. There's family in the kingdom. Jesus said, anyone that forsakes brother and sister and whatever in the kingdom, for the sake of the kingdom, will receive a hundredfold in this world. 
you know, they will receive brothers. They will receive sisters. They will receive mothers. They will receive everything. In the kingdom, there are houses. There is, there is real estate in the kingdom. As a matter of fact, Jesus says that I go to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house are many mansions. And this is not just in heaven as it is in heaven, so shall it be here. So we are here to proclaim that heaven is coming down to the earth. That's what we are proclaiming. In the kingdom, there is no oppression. Nobody is demon-possessed in, in heaven. So because of that, when you proclaim the kingdom, you are proclaiming liberty to the captives. When you proclaim the kingdom, you are proclaiming healing to the sick. And because there is no crime in heaven, when you proclaim the kingdom, you will displace crime. So the reason why crime is flourishing in our day and in our time is because the kingdom is not manifesting. We are playing church, but we are not manifesting the kingdom. Yeah. So we can have mega churches and they are not manifesting the kingdom. But it's time for the kingdom to be made manifest. It's time for the kingdom to come. As it is in heaven, so shall it be. Jesus told us to pray for the kingdom to come. Why would he say that? Because it's important. We need it. That's the only thing that will change our nations. I'm telling you. Because there's no corruption in heaven, when the kingdom comes, corruption will be wiped out. Because there's no poverty in heaven, when the kingdom manifests, we can erase poverty. So, what are you proclaiming? The the kingdom. I'm saying all of this just to help you to understand that when you say the kingdom of God, that happens. Now, back to the Jeffrey brothers. In those days, how the Jeffrey brothers used to operate, when they come to a place, they'll say, the king is here. Boom. Power manifests. They just come. They say, the king is here. Boom. Why? The kingdom. Yeah, the kingdom. So God used them mightily. Why? Because they were proclaiming the kingdom. They were proclaiming the kingdom. But in our generation, we need to start proclaiming the kingdom. So that we can see manifestations. Many people are proclaiming demons. That's what they are proclaiming. Some are proclaiming gossip. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But you need to become a kingdom proclaimer. Use your mouth to proclaim the kingdom. Use your words. The words of the king. Where the word of the king is, there is power. Your power is what brings manifestation. So, let's go to the scriptures. Let's look at a few scriptures. Luke chapter 10. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 10. Here, what we see is that Jesus, he, he, he sends his disciples. 
He sends them out to preach. Seventy of them. Look at verse 1. It says, after these things, the Lord Jesus appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. This is a good template. We need to send some people to certain places before we come. How many people are ready to be sent? Okay. See me after the service. <laughs> yes. Then he said to them, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag nor knapsacks nor sandals and greet no one along the road. Specific instructions. But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. If the son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give you. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. Okay, so if they give you food that you are not used to, what do you do? You eat it. If they give you a snake, well-cooked snake, what do you do? You eat it. If they give you a well-cooked rat, what do you do? You eat it. Come on, come on. If they give you a fried cockroach, what do you do? You eat it. Come on. Huh? Yes, missionary stomach. That's right. If they give you, you know, if they spread some, um, <laughs> just eat it. Tell someone, eat it. Just eat it. Don't ask questions. Don't say, what is this? No, just eat it. Just eat it. Just give thanks and eat it. Amen. Yeah, I've eaten all those things, so I'm, I'm, it's, it's, and I'm still alive. So, you know. Gaviscon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So Jesus sends them, right? He sends them, and let's keep down, skip down to, uh, okay, verse nine. He says, and heal the sick there. And say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Amen. Can you see that? Jesus says when you go, heal the sick there. That's one of the... Th My goodness. These guys have not even received the Holy Ghost. They have not received the Holy Ghost. Remember? But Jesus gave them exousia give them authority. So when you go there, heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near to you. So if the kingdom of God being near can bring healing, imagine when the kingdom comes. So if it is near and it is impacting lives like that, 
Imagine when the kingdom has come. That's power. Then he says, next verse, But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us will wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. But I say to you that it will be more tolerable in the day of, uh, in that day for Sodom than for that city. My goodness. Look at the implications of rejecting the message of the kingdom. He said on the judgment day, Sodom is going to be more, I mean, their, their, their punishment will be mild. Compared to any city that rejects this message. Any city that rejects you. So when you go as a kingdom proclaimer, if you are rejected, um, just be sorry for those people. Just begin to pray, God have mercy. God have mercy. <laughs> Alright? Yeah. So it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that city. Okay, let's read on. Um, look at verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. They're surprised. They are amazed. They can't believe. They can't believe this. Jesus just said, look, just go, two by two. Proclaim the kingdom. Heal the sick. And then they came back and they said, my God, even demons were obeying us. When we tell them to go, they go. What is happening? Jesus, these guys are amazed. And then Jesus said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Turn to someone and say, Satan has fallen. Hallelujah. So where do you, what do you think Jesus meant by saying, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven? Is he talking about the time that Satan was in heaven and was thrown out? Or what, what time? When did this occur? He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. In that area, that's right. So, what, what he says is that when, as they went, as they went out, he went into the, in the secret place. And right there in the secret place, he saw Satan fall. Boom! He saw, he saw the prince over that city fall. Boom! Like lightning. The power of God broke him. I'm telling you, we're going to break the prince over the city. We're going to break them. Turn someone, turn someone and say, something is cooking here. Something is cooking. Yeah. Why, why, why is it that the enemy has been fighting us so much? He knows. He knows.
knows what is coming his way. Yes. And I'm telling you, yes. it's going to be massive. Yes. It's going to be massive. So he saw Satan fall like lightning. He said, if their boss fell, the small boys, the little imps, and the tokolosh or whatever you call them, they are nothing because their big boss has fallen. Yeah. Just from proclaiming the kingdom, the enemy comes down. So you need to start proclaiming the kingdom. Now, if these guys had that before they received the Holy Ghost, you that has the Holy Ghost, by the time you combine it with the message and the proclamation of the kingdom, it's going to be fireworks. Say, it's going to be fireworks. Hallelujah. Yes. So Jesus now says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's telling them that. Listen, guys, don't be excited that demons are subject to you, that demons obey you. I'm giving you power. I'm giving you authority over every power of the enemy. So far as it is from the enemy, you have power over it. You are over Satan. You are over demons. Yes. So when you declare, when you proclaim, you need to know that the power that is backing you, you have a whole kingdom that is backing you. Isn't that amazing? You have a whole army. The army of heaven. There is Michael and his hosts. So when you go, you go with that confidence. The Bible calls you an ambassador for Christ. Do you know that every ambassador is backed by the sending government? He has the backing of his president. He has the backing of his nation. And if anything goes wrong, one of the first things that that nation, that is the host nation does, is to protect the diplomats. Yeah. I remember years ago, you know, um, my mom was a diplomat, so I understand these things. We're in Cameroon, and there was a there was a slight rift between Nigeria and Cameroon. Yo, I'm telling you, soldiers came to our house, and they were guarding our house to ensure that no Cameroonian comes close, because they knew that if anything happens to us, there's going to be war. There's going to be war. They were there 24-7 with their AK-47s. Shifts. They're there, just, just around. Why? 
If, if, a natural, if a natural government can behave like this, think about heaven. That's the government you represent. Hallelujah. That is the government you represent. So you don't have to live in fear. Heaven is behind you. So when you proclaim, you proclaim with confidence. You proclaim with confidence. And they say like, if anything happens, a helicopter will come and lift you. And take you out of that place. Everything was in place. So think about heaven. Didn't the Bible say you're an ambassador? What kind of irresponsible nation will allow their ambassador to be harassed by another country? And in this case, an inferior kingdom. It's not possible. It is not possible. Why? Because as an ambassador for Christ, your home is heaven. You get me? Yeah. Your home. Nobody, it is impossible. Do you remember, when was it? This guy, what's his name? That was in the, in one embassy in, in the UK. Assange. Good. He is right there in United Kingdom, but he is in the embassy of, is it Ecuador? Yeah, in the embassy of Ecuador. Why could the British police not arrest him? Because he's in Ecuador. Although, yes, although geographically it's in the UK, but that territory is Ecuador. And that was why he was safe. Nobody can arrest him. What? That is a violation of the Geneva Convention. And it can lead to war. You don't invade another country like that. Yes, you don't. You can't just get up and then go to another country and, and try to... No, 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 no. So is the same with you on the earth here. As an ambassador for Christ. Why would the Lord use such terminology? So that's why I always declare that all my neighbors are privileged to have me as their neighbor. Why? Because I bring heaven. I bring heaven to that neighborhood. And I proclaim it. I declare it. As I drive, I just declare heaven is here because I'm here. Come on. If you don't proclaim it, nobody's going to proclaim it for you. Your neighbor will not proclaim it for you. Okay? So it's time for us to begin to take charge, to begin to proclaim the kingdom, and to begin to enforce it. So wherever you are, heaven is here. And when you declare it, guess what? The angels of God are there to back you. Even God himself is backing you. The government of heaven is backing you. 
So where are the kingdom proclaimers in the house? Come on. Yeah. Glory to God. So Jesus is giving them authority over all the power of the enemy. There's nothing exempt from this. I read one book a while ago. Well, I didn't read it. I just read part of it. Where he says that Christians cannot, should not, you know, confront the enemy. <laughs> I just threw it away. <laughs> you, know, you know, there are some, the fact that it's in print does not mean it's accurate. Yeah, just like the fact that it's on the internet does not mean it's accurate. There are many confused people that are publishing stuff. Okay? So we need to know, know what you eat. Tell, t t tell someone, know what you eat. Don't just eat anything. Don't eat garbage. There's spiritual garbage flying around. It won't help you to become a king. It won't help you to, 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 to walk in power. It won't help you to be strong. There are things you eat that will make you weak. So, but we are strong. Amen. I declare strength over you. Amen. So the kingdom proclaimers, Jesus, Jesus sent them out to proclaim the kingdom. And as they were proclaiming, demons were falling. Come on. The sick were being healed. Things were happening. Why? Because the kingdom was near. But now we are declaring the kingdom has come. Amen. We're not saying it is near. We say the kingdom has come. Faith is now. Now is the kingdom. So when you begin to declare the kingdom, guess what? Sicknesses begin to shake. Because they have no right to be there. Sickness is from the kingdom of darkness. Oppression is from the kingdom of darkness. Violence, especially that violence that does not advance the kingdom. <laughs> I'm not talking of you know, Jesus said the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent will take it by force. And let me say, it's not violence of sword. You know, in history, the Crusades, they misunderstood that scripture and they went and were invading places with the sword. No, that's not what it is. It's the sword of the spirit that we use. Okay? And the sword of the spirit, where is it? In your mouth. Hello? It's in your mouth. That's why you must proclaim. If you don't proclaim, you are not using your sword. If you don't open your mouth, you are not using your sword. Don't just say, God, do something. No, you do something. Yeah, you must do something. You say, Satan, enough is enough. Stop it. Right now. In the name of Jesus. You, you talk to him like that. You don't negotiate with him. No. You don't say, Satan, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I don't like this. No, 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 no. He, he doesn't understand such language. He only understands authority. 
Where the word of the king is, there is power. So there is power in your mouth. Use it. Use it. We must proclaim. We must proclaim. Proclaim the will of God over your family. Proclaim the will of God over your children. Proclaim the will of God over your, over your career. Proclaim the will of God over your life. Just declare it. It will happen. If you believe it. If, if Jesus could tell them that they could move mountains just by words. My goodness. It's like moving table mountain. Ha! That's not ordinary power. then some of us we allow the devil to have his way he comes in when he wants he goes when he wants anytime he's in the neighborhood he just comes to visit <laughs> he pops in huh? why you have not put boundaries around your house you have not you need to start putting boundaries Start putting boundaries around your home. Start putting boundaries around your property. Start putting boundaries around your life. Proclaim it. Declare it. From now on, this is the kingdom of God. This place is the kingdom of God. Trespassers will be prosecuted. Have you seen that sign before? No trespassing. Trespassers will be prosecuted. Any demon that comes across me, that comes into my house, will be arrested. Yeah. I used to do that a lot. Those days, when they used to try to oppress me at night. Now they can't even try it. Oh, what I know now. At that time, I didn't know much. You're sleeping, they'll come. All those witches that used to come and visit, now they can't even try it. Because I will fry them. Telling fry them. By the time I release fire on them, they just know this one, don't touch this one. So when I sleep, I sleep like a baby. I have that gift. Nothing can disturb. Unless I don't want to. If I want to, it, there's nothing that can. What? what? Yeah. Some of you, you're sleeping, you know, cow is chasing you, <laughs> elephant is chasing you. Huh? I watched a video and I saw this rhino chasing some cars. You see? When you walk in authority and you know who you are, there's a difference. I'm telling you, there's a difference. The devil is an opportunist. He exploits our ignorance. What? But once you know the truth, you're free. You're free. So I'm telling you this morning, you are an ambassador of heaven. 
where you are, even when you go to the office, you are going there as an ambassador of heaven. So when you go there as an ambassador of heaven, expect heaven to be there with you. Okay? If you, are, if you are a student, you go to that campus, you go there as an ambassador of heaven. You're sitting there in that campus as an ambassador of heaven. And when you begin to declare it, heaven begins to, you know, back you. Begins to back you. But when your mouth is zapped, they just come, they do what they want. Nobody's going to do it for you. Have you ever seen someone ruling on behalf of the king? No. Huh? You are a king, so, but by proxy, somebody is. Ha! Where is that? It doesn't exist. There's no vacuum in the spirit. If you don't take your place, another will take it. If you don't take a stand and say, no, it's not happening. Somebody will make it happen. Proclaim us of the kingdom in the house. Shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Proclaiming the kingdom. Let's look at Romans chapter 10. Are you learning something? You are going to be a, a revolutionary. And you begin to apply this. Look at chapter 10, verse 14. Reading from verse 14, it says, how shall, this, uh, how shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in, in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher, without a proclaimer? How will they hear? Every one of us here is called to proclaim. There are people out there who need to be rescued from the kingdom of darkness. There are people out there who need to be rescued from oppression. But how will they know that they can be free if nobody is talking? In the kingdom, words are powerful. Words are very significant. You get to a level where not only words, but even thoughts are powerful. But if you have not even mastered words, how can you master thoughts? Because you can get to a point when you think of a thing, it will happen. There is a place like that because even the Lord said, as I thought it, so it is. There is a place like that in God. So you can see now that even when we pray, you, you, it's not as if, you know, uh, it's by how loud you shout. No, it's not. You just have to have authority. You need to have authority in your voice. Okay? Some people, when they speak, there's no authority. Those of you that are always in boardrooms, you need authority in that boardroom. Don't just sit in the bottom and say, you know, um, yeah, what will be, will be. Yeah. Hey! Nobody will respect you. They won't take you serious. There is a way to talk. 
I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm talking about confidence. I'm talking about boldness. But you need to meditate on words like this that I'm sharing. So that it can make you strong. When you sit down, you look at people eyeball to eyeball. And you know this is a king looking at somebody. So you're looking at that person. You say, you are the king. And that person is whatever. So this is royalty standing before someone. And by the way, even if you are female, you are a female king. So it doesn't say we are kings and queens. We are all kings. Just like I don't understand how the Bible says we are the bride of Christ. I don't know what to be. I mean, I'm. But I just accept it. I'm part of the bride of Christ. So don't be uncomfortable with that word. For example, the boys, the Bible says you are sons. As many as receive him to them, he gave power to become sons of God. So you are a son. Even if you are female, you are a female son. You are a female son. I know our English would say, you know, daughters, but it's, this is kingdom language. Amen. Kingdom vocabulary is different Amen. from our natural vocabulary. Amen. So you need to start getting used to kingdom vocabulary. Amen. Okay? And you talk like a king. Amen. You say, I stand here as a king Amen. representing God yes. in this office. How about that? When you walk into the office, the kingdom is here. Just walk in like that. It changes the atmosphere. Doesn't matter how brutal or how wicked your boss is, you can subdue him in the spirit. You take charge. Sometimes they need to do some things just to flex their muscles, just allow them, but, you know? Yeah. So, he says, how... Look at verse, verse, verse 15. The, the B part, it says, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. Let's read it in, in the King James Version. Come on. It says, How beautiful are the feet of them who preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. This is a quotation from Isaiah chapter 52, I think. So when you go, as a proclaimer of the, of the kingdom, wherever you go to, you say, the kingdom is here. When you, when you proclaim the kingdom, it is good news. It is good news because to the poor, the good news is that they don't have to remain poor. To the sick, the good news is that they don't need to remain sick. To the oppressed, the good news is that they don't have to remain sick, uh, oppressed. Why? Because the kingdom of God has come. Amen. How did it come? You brought it. Amen. You are representing it. Amen. Yeah. So you need to have that kind of mindset that wherever I am is the kingdom. Amen. Heaven comes when I arrive. How about that? No. I've shared before how I was on a plane and developed problems and it was dropping and all of that and people were throwing up and crying and 
You know, how I turned to that professor that was sitting next to me, I just tapped him. I said, just calm down. Nothing will happen. I'm here. Yeah. So I said to him, I travel with angels. Angels move with me. So they are here. Don't worry. You'll be okay. And just not up to two minutes after I said that, everything stopped. Come on. You see, when you don't proclaim, nothing happens. You have to proclaim. So that man, <laughs> oh my God. I think the guy weed in his pants. It was, it was, it was just very dramatic. And people were just, oh my goodness, no. Hallelujah. The good news is that the kingdom has come. And because of the kingdom, life can change for that person. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Proclaiming news and announcing news of happiness. How beautiful are your feet. So when you begin to proclaim the kingdom, your feet become beautiful. In the spirit, we just see your feet, you know, beautiful. Beautiful feet. Yes. Glory to God. You might not be wearing a designer shoe, but when you proclaim, the Bible says your feet are beautiful. You bring beauty to the lives of people. How many proclaimers, kingdom proclaimers, are here? We proclaim the kingdom. The oppressed will be made free as we proclaim the kingdom. The dead will be raised as we proclaim the kingdom. The sick will be healed as we proclaim the kingdom. The power of God will manifest as we proclaim the kingdom. Expect manifestation when you proclaim. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.